0: Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In The Spotlight. Welcome to In The Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin. Last week, I talked to Mike Velstra, who is a director and producer. He is half Dutch, half Taiwanese. His mom is from Tainan. He was born and grew up in Tainan. Before he turned eight, he moved to Holland and studied there before he came back to Taiwan 10 years ago. Last week, he talked about his life and how a lot of things happened to him this year. So now he wants to make sure he does what he's interested in, and that is making films. Today, he begins by talking about some of the short films he has made in the past. I get a feeling that you like to make short films that Mm. instructs people and that kind of, you know, gives people the story behind being a DJ and that kind of thing.
1: I think that that's the the artist side of me, I guess. I believe that the audience is smarter than uh, most films think they are i don't really like format tv you know where what they is just yeah. uh format tvs for example uh, in taiwan it happens a lot you know all the soap operas you see like on the networks yeah. they're all based on the same formats they just change the characters oh, and they yes. pull a character from this into there so it's, you're pretty much just watching the same thing over and over which is fine you, you know uh, people like that so uh, but yeah i'm not really a format writer uh i like to make stuff that is personal i like to make stuff that reflects on life because I feel that media has a certain responsibility. A great movie can save somebody from uh, committing suicide. You know, uh, a great movie can teach children about how to live their life. A great movie can inspire people to do great things. Making a film, making a project has so much potential to become something great. And I don't feel like a lot of people utilize
0: that. I think we are on the same wavelength. Yes, I like to make things to inspire people. You know, everybody has a good story to tell. Mm-hmm. Even an average person, you mm-hmm. know, off the street maybe. It can inspire the people too. And also mm-hmm. for him to realize that, hey, I have a story. It's not just any average story. I do have a story to tell. And it becomes something memorable.
1: That's the power of story, right? And that's also the, the primary reason that I make movies, I think. It started out as something more expressive way to express myself uh but it, i ended up realizing how powerful the media is to actually also inspire others or to help others understand something better like there are a lot of layers in in movies now it's like all about the thriller you know and all about the action movie without a lot of depth and i think that's a shame don't get me wrong. I love those movies. I was movies. just gonna say. I'll go watch Transformers and you know Fast and Furious <laughs> and all that. I, I love it as well. But yeah, you forget about those movies. Like right? if a year later, if you ask somebody, oh yeah, do you remember Fast and Furious? You know, like or do you remember Transformers? Like people remember the movie, but then if you ask them, okay, what was it about? Nobody remembers unless it's meaningful. Yes. You know.
0: So I believe that you're starting to work on your first feature film. You can't talk so, too much about it. Uh, No, no, it's fine. Uh,
1: I mean, so currently I'm working on uh, three projects. Okay. Uh, One is a feature that I want to shoot this year, uh, because I'm also experimenting with small crew filmmaking as well. And I wanted to do something nice uh, this year before I work on my feature next year. That's like a little crime drama uh, that I'm writing. You do like crime
0: and yeah, thrillers yeah. Yeah, it's, it's
1: humanity right <laughs> so it's a little crime drama and then the other is a, a small web series that i'm developing right now and then it's a, a martial arts movie that i'm working hoping to start next year so the the small movie that i'm working now uh, i'm not going to look for any financing i think because as soon as money gets involved uh, a production gets very complicated you know, suddenly you have different responsibilities that's actually preventing you from making just a good movie. And then the web series, currently talking to Web TV Asia about that, about making it for them, uh, with them and uh so that might be done before november but we'll see what we're still talking about that and then for my feature film for next year it's a very different uh, concept as well it's, it's a martial arts crime psychological thriller <laughs>
0: mm, you like that huh <laughs> yeah all right well let's talk about taiwan mm-hmm. um why back in taiwan and yeah, what's different from what you remember <laughs> about Taiwan before eight years old and now yeah
1: I think uh, I haven't been in Taiwan for so long that uh, I don't really remember how it was back then you, you know especially if you're a child I remember fragments of of growing up here those fragments are like moments in the child of a life that is really ingrained you know like those deep memories that that you have about a place and that also change you as a person and then uh so yeah I, I haven't really been back for for a to see i think 16 years i mm. think before i came back and then uh after i came back actually i just finished shooting the tv the online web show and i came back just to hang out with my dad a bit uh, you know to come see my family to see how they're doing and just to see taiwan you know so i wasn't planning to stay actually oh, <laughs> i just came back you're for another one of those okay. <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> So, Taiwan happens to you. <laughs> no, so, um, yes, yeah, so I just came back to see what's up and I hanged out my, hung out with my family. And uh, I met this girl, of course, it's always a love story behind it. <laughs> you know, and I met this girl, we were doing really well. And then uh, back then, I uh, because I came back to Taiwan with my Taiwanese passport, uh suddenly they i I, I accidentally stayed too long i didn't do my visa run thing and i got drafted for military service so uh, i had to make a choice back then Uh uh-huh yeah i had to make a choice back then um luckily taiwanese military service isn't really military service right so it's not like in the west where you know you go out there guns blazing and training every day no it wasn't like that at all it's more like you have to give a year of your time to the here to do you know sweep the floor wow or something
0: so how long was that
1: this is for a year just for a year
0: for a year yeah okay
1: so um so i did that and uh, after that i was a bit like you know what you know uh might as well stay oh and i I broke up with the girl in between there actually Uh, time can be a cruel (laughs) friend but it could also be your best friend right okay um so yeah so uh, and back then I just decided to stay you know uh, so I was in Tainan I, I I even though I was making uh shooting commercials and uh, videos that kind of stuff uh, I decided not to come to Taipei
0: Oh it's like on purpose okay yeah, well, wh- on why purpose.
1: you just don't Um I think it's the truth of all the big cities in the world it doesn't okay. matter if it's the US it doesn't matter if it's Taipei it doesn't matter wherever you know if you are good at what you do Uh, the city will come look for you
0: okay (laughs) you know think about it right right so
1: if if you're really good at making at a making art for example you know and you you put yourself online you put yourself everywhere people will notice and they'll ask you hey do you want to come here hey do you want to come there because I I noticed back then a lot of the the friends I made uh, they were all talking about yeah they're gonna go to Taipei and shoot a, shoot and work at uh, advertising agent or agency or work at the production studio at the TV station and all that but it was just horrible for them like they had to start with like twenty k a month you know and you know how expensive the the rent is here yes. in Taipei. So they can barely survive. And I was like, I am not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to join the ranks of those uh, 20K a month people. So I just never came up. I was like, okay, if I'm, I just have to prove myself here in Tainan. You know, if I'm really good at what I do, you know, then people in Taipei will notice. Because you know, I can always hire Taipei people to come to Tainan to help me. And that's what I did. So eventually, a company in Taipei asked me, Hey, do you want to come have a look? And I decided that's probably the time, you know, <laughs> have a change of scenery and I moved to Taipei and that's about three years ago. You're listening to In the Spotlight
0: with Shirley Lynn. Looks like you're going to be here for good. In Taiwan,
1: I'll be here for a while. I mean, you never say never. Uh, I'll go where work. In your takes dream,
0: in your dream, from this point on. Okay, mm. there's your feature film. But what about after that?
1: I think one of the. Th- things that make me a little bit different from other directors here in Taiwan is that I also, I'm fluent in Dutch. And I never thought about it, but when I was in Taiwan, I was, uh, I shot this short animation film about uh, uh, a song called Anping Zui Xiang Chu. It's about this girl, you know, that that it's, it's a very popular Taiwanese song about this uh, Dutch ship's doctor that comes to Taiwan during the, you know, like 300 years ago or something. And then he met this, a Taiwanese Aboriginal girl, <laughs> they fall in love, she has a child, and he leaves. <laughs> so the, the song is about how sad she is that the father of a child isn't there. You know, in a bit, it's like uh, the, the evil foreigner came to Taiwan, impregnate our women, and then leave, right? <laughs> it's a bit in that direction. So um, I decided to make a, a short animation from the, the ship's doctor's side you know, about the ship's doctor that came to Taiwan, met this girl, fell in love. But then he had to go with the ship because he was the only doctor on board. Uh, But he always wanted to come back, but he didn't have the opportunity to come back.
0: So sad. Yeah, it's it's very very (laughs) dramatic, right?
1: So uh, after I made that, uh, I remember I won a small prize with that in Tainan. And the mayor back then was that very short mayor, uh, before uh, Mayor Lai. Mm. Uh, I forgot his name. So he he was joking uh, about me. So yeah, you should you should shoot a movie about the the Dutch invading Taiwan, and uh, I was like, okay, sure. I, I, I didn't think too much about it, but it's like the the longer I was shooting, more and more people started talking to me about it he was like yeah you would be perfect for that because i can direct in dutch and i can direct in chinese right so uh i don't have the language and communication problem directing this movie so the the more and more i think about it the more it it became interesting to me and also my wife she's also aboriginal her uncle was telling me a story about how back then uh i think it was Uh, that, that their tribe Aboriginal tribe used to be there and about how uh, the Dutch uh, tried to come on the island but every time a ship came on the island they would kill off the entire boat and they sent like four to five ships and every time a, a ship came there they all got killed and then the VOC that's the the trade company back then, they got angry and they sent a whole bunch of ships to, to kill out the whole island. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And then uh, they killed most of them, but they kept like 400 of the aboriginals and brought them back to Tainan to, to work for them. And so that's how they got to the island here. And uh, it was about the tribe of my wife. So there, there are actually a lot of interesting stories uh, related to the Dutch and the Taiwanese back then. Uh, and I feel that that's uh, something that I really want to make, you know, a, a, a movie that I really want to make before I decide uh, if I want to stay here in Taiwan or not. Mm. So uh, but, but that's further down the line. I think that's like five, six years down the line, depending on how smooth everything goes.
0: All right. Well, that's a goal to kind of like, you know, work in that direction.
1: Uh, yeah. It's just a very interesting story. Like Taiwan has an interesting history, you know, even before the Chinese came here. You know, Taiwan has such a rich uh, cultural heritage, you know, that it's yeah, just a lot of great stories. You know, it's like, yeah.
0: Wow. Can't wait to have them made into movies by Mike mm. Velstra. <laughs> 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 All right. Guys, there's so much more that we can talk about your life. Really. Mm. Unfortunately, we're coming to an end in my interview. I question. just realized. What? I,
1: I never answered your question. Why did I stay in Taiwan? Yeah. The question is, I don't know.
0: Right, you did say that actually, yeah. just in in passing,
1: yeah,, right, but yeah, so why, and I think funny, you mentioned that another one of those is because I noticed that Taiwan has that effect on people. You come here and life is just so nice, the people are so nice, and you just never think about leaving, so it's like uh, it's like uh, in a movies, you have like those secret islands. <laughs> in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle Some where you just end up and then you just forget about life because it's so, so comfortable and so nice that you just stay there.
0: You're probably the 99th person I've interviewed <laughs> who's, who's had that change in their life, yes, after they came to Taiwan. A last question just mm. to ask you yeah. to give your impression of Taiwan, what's the first thing you think of when I say the color blue and something related to Taiwan?
1: I think the oceans, uh, especially... Which one um, specifically? (laughs) Especially in the East Coast, I think. Uh, Something that I used to do when I was still living in Tainan. Like sometimes you're working on an idea, you have a thought and you can't sleep. So I would just drive to Taidong Hualien, that area. Oh, from Tainan. In the middle of the night, you know, like two or three o'clock in the night I'll just drive there park my car there and then just look at the sun come out Is uh, that a particular beach? No, you nothing no? in particular Taito yeah. Coast
0: Well, it was great talking to you, Mike Thank you It was a lot of fun and um, good luck with everything I know we're gonna see you around
1: For sure Yeah Thank you very much, Shirley Alright, thank you, Mike okay,
0: Thank you <laughs>